Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome in, everybody, to Big 12 Football and Beyond for this Thursday, May 21st. We've got a few things to get to, some good news, at least with the resumption of voluntary team activities around college football. Hey, starting next week, June 1st. So uh, we've got that to talk about. Some national news, kind of how some of the programs around the country are planning on handling it. Still don't know what how things are going to be done from a fan standpoint we'll check in with uh, Ohio State and some discussions that they had that they're broaching some ideas I'm curious to see if some big 12 schools and some other schools around the country will follow it we'll give an update on a very very ugly story with uh, former Oregon commitment um, a really good player uh, that they broke ties with uh, it's uh, in a whole lot of legal trouble right now and then we'll wrap up the Big 12, um, the week that was. What's going on in the transfer circuit, the heavy recruiting circuit? How many, some players coming back this league that they've got focus on? How many top 25, how many top 40 caliber Big 12 teams this year? We're going to get into that. A lot to get to today. So I uh, want to um, welcome you as we do every day, each and every day, talking college football, part of Landry Football's conference call. We break down a different uh, conference each week, uh, each week, each day, I should say. But we recap the week that was in a conference We uh, with, with, again, a look at the top of college football uh, nationally at the top of the show and then get into conference breakdown each and every day. And, of course, we want to make sure that you check out our college, uh, our pro football show each and every day as well. So a double dose uh, every day. And some more things that we are looking at and exploring. So please uh, sign up for Landry Football's conference call wherever you sign up for your podcast. And uh, check. You can uh, certainly get them on LandryFootball.com as well. And there's links to where you can sign up for uh, the different podcasts. So make sure that you check that out. LandryFootball.com is such a valuable resource. We um, we think that if you're a serious football fan or want to become one and want to learn more 
about the game from a coaching and scouting perspective. A membership there is critical. Uh, I, I think that uh, certainly from evaluating high school prospects to um, college prospects, uh, evaluating NFL players, teams, coaches, schemes, we got it all for you. Recruiting boards, draft boards, free agent boards, news and notes, roster breakdowns, got it all for you. It's as, it's the busiest time of year as we try to get all of that in for you between now and the start of the season. So make sure that you check that out today. And you can get and use our scouting season offer, less than $5 a month. Uh, that great offer is still available. You can also try it out for a month or three months, whatever your um, choice is, you've got that option. Also want you to check out the great folks at 401k Generation. They bring you this podcast each and every day. They're licensed in all 50 states. They are the experts in money management, investments, financial planning. So give them a call. Give them a text today at one 866 998-5879. That's one 5879 So, <clears throat> as we said, getting a everything done on LandryFootball.com for the start of the season is going to be a challenge. And it's certainly looking more and more like it. It has been for some time that we're on pace to kind of open things up just from a – state-by-state uh, state standpoint, um, things are moving in that direction. Um, and certainly, the NCAA Division I Council approved the resumption of voluntary team activity beginning on June 1st. So it's now going to start to move in that direction. Players are going to be cleared to take part in voluntary teamwork uh, from June 1st through June 30th. And and that's it's going to be voluntary. It's going to be a necessity, and they're going to become very engaged and involved. And it's going to be then where you start to see what each school is going to try to do to, you know, preventative and to protect the players once they're on campus. Um, and then we're going to start to see the, the plans there of implementation of what they can do and how quickly they can do it in terms of practices, some time in pads. Uh, we're going to see some, you know, I, people have asked me, is, is it going to basically allow spring practice to take place? Well, to some degree, I think you're going to see some preparation, but not full all-on spring practice development because you can't have that in full then go forward with the start of the season all without any um, – rest time, healing time. So we're going to see, uh, very interesting to see how each team can do it and, and what's allowable. Um, and I think once folks uh, get their players on campus and see where they are, and then they get together as conferences, as units, they can decide what's the best way to go about getting prepared for the season. And with that, it's going to be interesting as the campuses are going to be deciding how they're going to deal with having kids come back on campus, separation of, you know, social distancing and dealing with that. How are you going to deal with that off campus is what I'm, you know, or, you know, what the kids as college kids tend to do, um, migrate to different establishments um, on and off campus. 
on campus. You can control it off campus. Eh, not so much, but uh, certainly the awareness factor is going to be there. But how concerned are they going to be with catching it or dealing with it? It's going to be interesting to see how that is um, mitigated to some degree, um, organized. And but we're we're on our way, and certainly we're we're going to have the start of a season. What it's going to look like, what it's going to sound like, what it's going to feel like, it's going to be a little different, but we're going to have a season, and, and certainly we're excited about bringing you all the details as we do each and every day. Uh, one of the things that I don't have a feel for yet, and I certainly would not want to be in a position to deal with, is how do you, how many fans are going to be allowed to go to games? How many fans are going to want to go to games? I had no idea. Uh, so, you know, we're looking at empty stadiums, partially filled stadiums, who do you decide can come in? I think that's going to be key. Um, so, I, you know, um, I'm just you, just wondering about that. Were interesting comments by Gene Smith, the athletic director at Ohio State, talking about live, maybe allowing a plan to between 20, 25 or so, 1,000 fans, stadium. Um, places where tickets are a hot commodity. You know, you wonder, the different crowds, certainly the younger crowd, not, not going to have any problem going to games and the party atmosphere. Maybe older crowds may not want to go. Uh, how do you deal with, again, the disbursement of tickets? Who can come in? And, and it's all tied to money. I mean, the more people that you can get into the stadium – Safely, you're going to want to do that. Um, I think those things are going to be real interesting to see. And they may vary from school to school, conference to conference, because the locale of um, what the state situation is health-wise is going to really determine that. So it's going to be real interesting. Hey, away from that topic, but a very disturbing one, we have mentioned several weeks back, in fact, going all the way back to January, the plight of Oregon freshman Luke Hill, who they tied to, um, they broke ties to a while back. But he was arrested on eight charges on Tuesday, including one, a first-degree attempted murder. The exact details I'm not aware of. But the freshman corner is facing loaded handgun on person charges. Handgun on person, which seems redundant or maybe in this case redundant. Uh, possession of a firearm by a minor. Use of an assault weapon. Use of a firearm. Attempted first degree murder. Reckless endangerment. First degree assault. The preliminary hearing is scheduled for June 19th. He signed as a top 200 recruit over the winter. Um, when this initially came out, they broke ties with him. Sad story. Really sad story. Uh, and I don't, don't know the details. don't know what's going to happen, but... Um, very, very disturbing. Let's get into... 
the week that was in the Big 12, as we like to recap everything. You know, one of the things that we're hearing a lot about, uh, I saw where Gary Patterson, TCU head coach, has taken a voluntary pay cut. And, you know, even, and this goes to show you a place that's got a lot of money and it does very well financially. You know, even, even them feeling some of the repercussions. Because so much money is allocated. The money that is made, that is generated from particularly football, is earmarked budgetarily in a lot of different areas. So when you extract that from it, it creates some problems. And I think and believe that in Gary's situation, it's kind of a proactive strike. It's a voluntary cut to make sure that his staff is protected, support staff. You know, making sure that, you know, it's one thing when you're making quite a bit of money, $4.9 million, you take a pay cut for a while. It's one thing for somebody that's maybe making sixty or $75,000 if they have to take a pay cut, that's going to have a tremendous impact on them and their families. You know, it's it can be absorbed a lot better by a head coach. And this is what we're seeing in a few of these cases is that you may think, well, that's not going to save a lot, a lot of money. No, it's not. But it will save a little bit and will protect a lot of support staff. And, you know, whether it's extra secretarial help and analysts and people that are getting paid, and are relying upon that smaller amounts of money, it's making sure that those folks are protected in this current environment. Um, some transfer news around the league. West Virginia getting a transfer from Maryland. We handed over on LandryFootball.com. Bryce Brand, uh, a graduate transfer. He's uh, he's a undersized stand-up defensive end, 5'11", 250. He was the three-star recruit signed by Maryland in the 17 class. And he's played in 26 games in college um, with, a, you know, intermittent success. Not a big-time guy, a rotational guy, a depth piece, a special teams piece uh, to add to West Virginia's roster as a graduate transfer. Um, by the way, transferring, Houston redshirt senior tackle Jared Williams has in a good player has named his final five schools um baylor is in the mix the only big 12 school in the mix miami florida state ole miss and usc are the others in the mix six seven three hundred five pounder um probably gonna decide next week but maybe sooner he he's was awarded a six-year of eligibility got a lot of experience um He's got pretty good feet. He's he's got more right tackle feet, but he's he's not bad. This guy can help, and that's why um, he's a what I would call a a early second tier type college free agent. And we'll see where he ends up. Um, Texas Tech gets uh, former Colgate redshirt junior defensive back Kyan Brumfield. He's uh, he's going to be a preferred walk on. Um, he's good little player. He's a special teams ace that'll help him as a preferred walk-on. SMU redshirt senior offensive lineman Braxton Webb has entered the transfer portal. Kid 6'5", 305. He's played scarcely in his four years with SMU. Appeared in three games last year. More of an FCS-level player. 
Um, I know former Texas Tech junior running back Deshaun Henry is announced he's transferring to Houston. A little scat back, 5'7", 185. Um, runs with good power, good, good, good quickness in his game. And uh, was a productive player for Texas Tech in two years. 11 touchdowns, eight in his freshman year. Really had a good year then. He's got a, a really good receiving skills, even though he doesn't have big catch radius. Is a good fit for this Houston offense. Former Texas redshirt senior defensive tackle Gerald Wilburn is uh, going to Louisiana Tech as a graduate transfer. Big space eater, run defender, 6'3", 325. Can help <clears throat> pretty early and is immediately eligible. Can play for the Conference USA program and I think be a good one. Oklahoma State gets former LSU redshirt senior wide receiver D. Anderson as a graduate. Uh, a big H-back, big slot-looking guy, 6'6", 230. Um, it's been rumored for a while. Um, certainly in a passing offense, as a mismatch, big slot, red zone threat, a guy that's going to be a productive player for the Cowboys. Former Kentucky redshirt freshman quarterback Amani Gilmore Transferred to North Texas. It's a good gift for that program. He's 6'1", 190. Entered the transfer portal just a week ago. He signed on with Kentucky as a three-star recruit. A guy that's got some dual-threat capability can move the pocket. Solid. Solid. Uh, so that's the transfer news of the week. Recruiting news of the week. Iowa State receiving a verbal from three-star athlete Bo Freiler. Uh, Kansas State. Washington State. Were the other schools in the mix for him? Six two, one hundred ninety five pounder. Um, I think he's more of a safety guy um, from Colorado Springs and a uh, top fifteen prospect in the state. So good, good get for Iowa State. Baylor gets a verbal from three star wide receiver Hal Presley. Uh, Texas, Michigan, USC were other teams very interested in him. Six three, one ninety, out of Arlington, Texas. Plays up to his size. Really good player and, you know, a top 75 prospect in the state of Texas. Good get for them. This type of guy that, a developmental guy, but does have some ability with some upside that to me looks like a, you know, you get these three-star guys, and I always preach that uh, the whole three-star guys, you got to know which 300 of those three stars are really four stars and which 300 of those three stars are really two stars. This guy's a three-star plus heading towards a four-star guy. Texas got a verbal from Casey Kane, a three-star receiver. New Orleans product from Warren Easton High School. Um, he's a top 25 player in the state. Houston, Virginia, Vanderbilt, or the other schools, they obviously like him and see him a little bit better. They see him as a little bit better than a three-star guy. You don't come in to get a three-star guy uh, in New Orleans if you don't think he's better than that. So they like him. We'll see if he is. I think the kid's got some ability. I think he's also uh, a trending four-star type of guy. They also got a commitment from three-star running back Jonathan Brooks, six feet, 190 pounds, um, Texas Tech with his other offer. Um, and it's, you know, Colorado State, Texas, 
State. He's from Hallettsville High School in Texas. Um, Texas has definitely got their way of evaluating players, and they don't necessarily go by the standard, hey, who's ranked where here or there. Um, and I think we see that the talent level is not an elite level at Texas. We'll see how well they develop these guys and how well they've evaluated these guys. Uh, Oklahoma State received a verbal from four-star linebacker Colin Oliver. This is a really good get for them. Now, this is a guy that looks more like a three-star guy that's trending maybe towards a four-star as well. So I put him in the same class. But, again, there's a perception. Four-star versus three-star. Arkansas, Iowa State, Nebraska, Ole Miss, TCU, Texas Tech, and Utah were the other schools offering. 6'2", 220. Good local get. Santa Fe High School in Edmond, Oklahoma. Uh, a top five player in the state of Oklahoma. Really good inside linebackers. Fifth known commitment in this 2021 class for the Cowboys. Oklahoma is, they continue to lead the conference by far in recruiting. Yes, Texas fans, Oklahoma by far leading in recruiting in the Big 12. Oklahoma getting a verbal from four-star linebacker Clayton Smith, a really good-looking player. And, of course, we're going to talk about Mario Williams in a second, but really good uh, news for them late last week. 6'4", 220 pound linebacker. Uh, Texas, LSU, Oregon, FSU, Kentucky, uh, really good-looking player. Texarkana, Texas native, physical, good burst, good change of direction. They need more, as I said um, when we talked about it uh, late last week in LandryFootball.com, the type of guy that they need more of uh, at uh, at Oklahoma defensively. They also got the verbal from got their playmaker on offense, Mario Williams. They do it. They do receivers upright, don't they? 5'10", 165, got to grow in a little bit, but LSU, Alabama, Florida, Georgia, beaten out. As expected, it's Plant City, Florida native. It was a strong Oklahoma lean for some time. Uh, Good-looking player, big-time playmaker that they've had before. This looks like another one. Some other thoughts, some film room nuggets that I come out um, this past week. Don't sleep on looking when you're looking at tight ends around the country this year. Charlie Kohler, Iowa State, very underrated, is the only tight end in the country that I've graded on film that is a top three graded player as an inline blocker and a slot receiver. It's fish or foul, so to speak, in the tight end position. This guy is... He had a breakout redshirt sophomore season. Caught 51 passes, 700 yards, scored seven touchdowns. You know, 11-137, three-line um, in his first year. 6'6", 265. Uh, I think an NFL prospect. He's not on the short list just because of his um, draft status. I expect him to come out next year, and I think he's got really – Good two-way capability. Very strong, and I think going to be a really good pro prospect in time, and I think a very underrated player. May not get the attention because 
as a big guy and as an in-line guy. He's such a huge factor in the run game, and blocking is goes unnoticed by most people that watch the game. Got to study the game to see his worth there. But he has ability to catch the football. No, no, he is not going to be the Travis Kelsey type of guy that's going to be the great receiving weapon that can stretch the field. But this guy is nifty enough to make plays in the passing game for you. I like the kid. I think he's got great versatility. Um, Some police bottle news that wasn't good for the conference this week. Kansas State redshirt sophomore tight end Samuel Wheeler was arrested last Sunday on multiple charges. He's a sixth player who's been arrested um, nearly three months over there. He was charged with one count of unlawful use of a driver's license and consumption of liquor. and uh, So we'll see what happens with him. Doesn't look real good. Uh, oh, SMU linebacker wanted to mention that he got uh, Richard Moore granted a six-year of eligibility. Moore played just three games in 2020 uh, as a redshirt senior before going down with an injury. So they're going to let the linebacker play one more year. Uh, he, it's a big return for SMU's defense. He's a really good player on their defense. Uh, and back to Oklahoma. Um, I mentioned this, uh, I think, in late last week, but wanted to make sure for those of you that didn't catch it and they're only listening to the Big 12 portion of the show, um, Jadon Hazelwood, um, tough non-contact, non-workout-related injury. Um, it will cause him to miss at least the start of the season. Nearing the end of April, we talked about it on LandryFootball.com, a lower leg injury, and, and Lincoln has come out and talked about it. And um, we'll see how this, this plays out for him. But tough, tough to lose a kid at any time, but very, very difficult there. And I thought we'd talk a little bit <clears throat> about, and we're going to get into the breakdowns a little bit more. I'm going to save that probably for next week. But I was in my head trying to look at how many top 25, top 40-ish type teams in the Big 12 this year. Well, we got Oklahoma again. They're the team to beat until proven otherwise. And I would say top 10, definitely. I would say maybe um, in the second half of the top 10. And I'm looking at Texas and Oklahoma State, kind of top 20-ish teams. So maybe more like 15 to 20 would be Texas, Oklahoma State. And just looking at rosters coming back, maybe in that, you know, not top 20, but say 21 to 30 would be like Iowa State, Baylor. And then, you know, maybe TCU kind of in that late 30, 40 range. It's kind of how I see it. Missing anybody? Roster-wise, can't put anybody in that category. It does not mean that things won't get better in some places and maybe begin to threaten and maybe look a little different from a developmental standpoint. But right now, it's kind of how I see it. We're going to get into, though, the breakdowns of some of what I see is why. And, and of course, um, just a heads up, we'll begin to talk about really all these teams eventually in more detail. Um, at some point, we'll kind of break down, you know, um, a little bit about each team certainly as we go along the way. Uh, when we started this show, 
uh, last summer. It was too a little close to the season. We had to be real quick with the breakdowns and previews of the team. We'll have all summer long to do this now to where we can really break down each of the teams. So if you're a fan of the Big 12, as you think you are if you're listening to this, you're going to get a breakdown of each and every team. And you're a fan of college football. You want to join in each and every day as we will talk about college football nationally and by conference and by region. And we do it this way, as you know by now, because we want to talk at the top about the most pertinent things in college football. Then by doing it in a recap fashion with each conference, it allows us to cover each team. If not, then you'd hardly ever talk about certain programs. And it just that's just not the way I do it. Good or bad, you need to have a good understanding why of the personnel, the coaching, which goes on and why. So that's what we do for you here. So make sure that you're signing up through Landry Football sign up with Landry Football's conference call to get this podcast. Check it out also on LandryFootball.com where you can get much more detailed information, film room analysis. Check it out. Check out our scouting season offer. Check out the great folks at 401k Generation. Give them a call. Give them a text. Tell them that you heard about them from us right here. Thank them for bringing you this podcast because they're responsible for it. They're licensed in all 50 states. And you can reach them at 1-866-998-5879. Look, no obligation phone call or text. Just learn more about what they do, how they can help you. Trust me, they can. Um, It's Always good to get a financial checkup. Always good to get a second opinion or a first opinion, if that's the case. Make sure that you do so today by calling Eddie Rojas and his team at 401k Generation at 1-866-998-5879. Talk to you over on the pro football side. Talk to you tomorrow with Pac-12 football and beyond. Be safe, everybody. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.